0: Hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything. Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday morning. Hope all is going well with you out there. I just figured out, and this is completely unrelated to the podcast, that I can do ridiculous effects with this microphone. (laughs) It's so exciting. So anyway, you know, I'm not really going to be messing with it, but you have to admit this is pretty cool. I mean, come on, just admit it. Okay, enough of that. (laughs) I'm a kid at heart. I'm sorry. But wow, that is too much fun. I'm definitely going to be exploring that in my own time. But I'm not going to waste any more of yours, so without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. So today, I'm going to be talking a bit more about the new law in Thailand because it just went into effect this past Saturday, I think. Yeah, Saturday, August 27th, and this is really major. If you haven't listened to the episode that I did on the history of Thailand with relation to its Kratom laws, you should definitely go check that out. I will link that in the description of this episode as well as the article that I am referencing today in case you want to go check it out. Long story short, Kratom has been illegal in Thailand for the better half of the 20th century and it was made illegal because the Thai government had a very significant opium trade which was pretty much the powerhouse of its economy and they started worrying that Kratom was going to be cutting into their profits because people who were becoming addicted to opium were finding kratom to be very helpful to them in getting off of opium and then also just the fact that the negative side effects of kratom were a lot less than the negative side effects of opium in their everyday lives. So this was actually a threat to the government in their view and so they made kratom illegal. It's a fascinating story and I'm still looking into it now and again just to see if there's any new information cropping up around it because I just think that's fascinating as a history nerd. So anyway, there's, you know, a good bit of history behind this. And it's not just popping up out of the blue. So Kratom has been scheduled there and it was not legal. It recently was decriminalized. And then their new law went into effect on August 27th. And this law is actually called the Kratom Plant Act of 2022. Now, I have talked about this a little bit, I think a few weeks ago, but I didn't really quite understand as much about it as I do now. And I think that this article lays it out very clearly for anyone out there who wants a quick read or at least to have, you know, a a quick reference to the legality of Kratom in Thailand and also just like, this is really interesting to watch happen. And I'm going to talk more about that at the end, but I'm going to cover what's in the article first. It's just a helpful reference for anyone who wants to stay on top of it. So here's what the new law says. Okay, as of August 27th, Uh, It allows the possession, consumption, and use of kratom leaves. However, it places restrictions on the sale, marketing, and advertising of leaves and on blending them with other psychotropic substances. Official permission is required to import or export the leaves. So this is basically saying you can use it, you can consume it, you can have it on your person, but there are going to be some... Regulations when it comes to this new world of kratom legality. It's not just the Wild West. Uh, then it also is saying that import and export, you know, is going to have to go through the government. You're going to have to get permission to do that. Okay, so then the Thai government spokesperson referenced in this article says that the new legislation requires that relevant state agencies encourage people to grow and process kratom for use in their communities and development as an economic crop. That is the thing that I was kind of confused about before. I think that, you know, at the time I was trying to glean from another article what exactly they were trying to get across because they were they were saying something along the lines of increasing economic development in Thailand and, and you know, embracing kratom and making it kind of like a cash crop. I did not quite understand how direct that was implied in the bill but sure enough the spokesperson is actually outright saying that they're going to be directing relevant state agencies to encourage people to grow and process kratom specifically for their own local communities and to help development economically in their own local areas so that's very direct it puts to bed any you know doubts i had about that not that i really had a reason to doubt it it's just what a turnaround you know And it certainly sounds very different when you think about the United States, for instance. Now, it does put into place some penalties. Okay, so here they are. And and for your reference, I did the conversion for some of the major currencies out there with the Thai bot, and I did this because I think, you know, a good proportion of the people who listen to this show are from either the United States, the UK, in Germany, more specifically, but Europe more broadly. So I did this conversion between those currencies, the pound, the euro, and the dollar, and the Thai bot, which is the currency there. So here you go for your reference ahead of these penalties. One US dollar equals 36.38 Thai bot. One euro equals 36.34 Thai bot. So it's equal right now, pretty much. And one pound sterling equals forty two point five seven Thai baht, so it's all within the same ballpark so as we look at these penalties i'll try and just do the dollar but you'll have a good idea for all of those so here we go here are the penalties anyone caught selling kratom leaves and products to children under 18 pregnant women or breastfeeding mothers faces a fine of up to thirty thousand baht. so that's around eight hundred twenty four dollars the sale of kratom is forbidden at educational institutions, dormitories, public parks, zoos, and amusement parks, as well as from vending machines. Violators risk a maximum fine of 50000 baht, so that's about $1,300. Import or export of kratom leaves without permission is penalized with a maximum of one year in jail and or a fine of up to 100000 baht, which is like $2,700. And then finally, the law also bans advertising of kratom leaves or kratom leaves mixed with psychotropic substances for recreational purposes. Violators face a maximum two-year sentence and or a fine of up to 200000 baht or $5,500, give or take. So that's kind of the rules laid out in a nutshell. And, you know, now I want to kind of give you my take on that, my reaction, especially in juxtaposition with how the United States and its federal agencies are reacting to Kratom, and even at the local level as well. So first off, looking at the rules, you know, I mean, hey, this is really, really neat. This government, which has had Kratom as an illegal substance for, what, 70 years, something like that? I mean, a long time. They are decriminalizing this thing that has been illegal. And not only are they decriminalizing it, They're making it legal. And not only are they making it legal, they're creating a market for it. Not only are they creating a market for it, though, they are actively they're actively incentivizing people to use Kratom as an economic driver in their local communities. Like, I think that that is fascinating. I'm sure that there will be a lot of uh, bumps along the way. There are going to be obstacles it's not gonna be 100% perfect. Like, it's gonna be messy. Especially when you create new laws around, you know, new substances and things. There's always something that's gonna not quite go the way that you intend, but that's kind of just inevitable. But overall, I think the idea is incredible. Why not? And it just makes me think about the whole legalization uh, and current status of cannabis, for instance, in the United States. Something that used to be legal, made illegal, now it's kind of on the way back to being legal again, but it's still considered illegal. But there are so many states now where it's not. And those states are just growing. The number of states that are making cannabis legal is just insane. And and what a far way we've come in the past 15 years of, of all these states doing so. But it's not the exact same thing. I mean, besides the fact that the federal government isn't taking any action or steps towards legalizing cannabis, for instance, putting that aside, there's also this aspect of incentive. And what I mean by that is that from the states that I've seen legalize marijuana, the only incentivization that I've heard coming from the actual state government, like the government body itself, has been something along the lines of this is going to produce more tax dollars for the state to use, and it's going to be an economic driver for the state. But that's always kind of it. Like, it never really gets into it further than that. It's almost like a blanket statement. This is going to bring in more tax dollars for the state to use for community-centered initiatives, you know? It's like, well, that's great, but this is, I think it's larger than that. I think it's a bigger thing than that, and I think it deserves more of a specific plan. And I know that it, that states aren't coming at it completely blind, but, but I mean, this is an announcement from a government, a, a federal government, that has historically seen a plant as illegal, not only changing course on how they view it from illegal to legal, but they're like, we need to come up with ways to make it so that this is grown in every local community where it can be helpful. We need to make sure that it's out of the hands of people who are pregnant and children or nursing mothers because we don't know how safe it is for them and we don't want kids to get it. And we need to make sure that the people who are growing in their local communities are doing so with the idea in mind that this can be a real economic driver for their community. Like, and that's that they're directing specific agencies within their government to do that. I mean, that is so neat. Now, of course, this is a very brief article. It doesn't get into specifically what sort of incentives they're going to be coming up with, but I definitely plan on following this because I think that it's fascinating seeing this whole change happen in such a short amount of time and the, the purpose, the purposefulness of the change. It's not just changing it being like, well, I guess we shouldn't have made this illegal. It's like, no, I mean, now that it's been illegal for so long and it's kind of like starting from scratch almost, I mean, of course, there's... Creating, and being grown that that's illegal but like now that this is kind of opening up the door to legal possibilities again it's like you're starting from from square one all over again and wow what an opportunity right it's just so it's so much more there's so much more feeling in that for me than to hear oh it'll be good to make this legal again because it's going to increase revenue for state tax dollars you know, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm getting at. I hope you understand what I'm saying there. So that that was kind of like my main takeaway from it. But also just kind of like thinking about how it's just such a stark comparison looking at this response versus the United States federal government and the fact that, you know, the FDA has shot down six applications now for Kratom to be considered a dietary supplement of any sort, or at least to even be just like, you know, given the okay to exist formally instead of this informal existence that it's currently sitting in what a stark difference between that and Thailand right now so let's keep watching Thailand i mean i think it's fascinating and also just from a historical perspective it's it's really neat to see happening as well Um, again, I'll link that other one in the description of this episode. It was, it was more towards the beginning of when I started this podcast. So it's probably really crummy compared to my later episodes, but I, it still gives you an idea of what was going on and you get to poke fun at me for being a new podcaster at the time. I mean, I still kind of am, I've only been doing this for a year or so, but, uh, there you have it. Speaking of which, one year anniversary folks coming up in one, two days. Two days, you guys, this Thursday, it will have been one year since everything Kratom started. And then officially we will have had an episode out every day this past year, every weekday. So there you have it. My goal has been met. But don't worry, I'm not going anywhere. I'm sticking around. So I hope that you appreciate this podcast and the work I'm putting into having just a small check-in for you all every day. And if you do appreciate it and you want to show your appreciation with the donation, I'd really appreciate it. And you can do that a couple different ways. Go into the description of this episode and you can click any of these links. Uh, There's one where you can just make a small donation directly through PayPal. There's one where you can make a small monthly recurring donation through Anchor. And then also you can donate any spare Bitcoin or Ethereum that you want to send this way. I have my two wallet addresses there for you. And then finally, visit Happy Hippo's website through the link in the description. Use the coupon code EverythingKratom at checkout. It'll support the podcast and you'll get a discount too. So everybody's a winner. But regardless, thank you all so much for listening. You are what make this possible. All right, everybody, be back tomorrow. Take it easy. Bye-bye.